Hello, Letterman Row watchers and listeners. This is Jeremy Birmingham. You can call me Berm. We're back with another episode of Bermanology on Letterman Row. Today's guest is Ohio State 2021 cornerback target Jordan Hancock from Suwanee, Georgia, North Gwinnett High School. Jordan, thanks for taking some time. I know you are a busy guy right now. Yes, sir. Definitely. Hey, let's just... These last few months, I mean, when when I first heard your name from people around the Ohio State program, it was back in uh, early October, and your recruitment at that point had not really taken off. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, uh, at, with the latest 247 sports release, um, you're a top 35 ranked player in the country. You're five, you know, basically right on the cusp of being a five-star prospect. You are the fifth ranked cornerback in the country. Is all this crazy to you? Um, with with my hard work and all that, and um, this amount of stuff that I do, amount of training, and it's really not that much of a surprise to me, really. Oh, well, it's, it's a blessing, honestly. What do you think took people so long to catch on? Then I mean, I I know you're putting in the work, you know what you're capable of, but what is it that you think was slowing down the process to begin with? Uh, minimal, minimal uh, sophomore year film. And, I mean, did you do all the camps and all that stuff in the, in the last summer, or how did how did you play that? I went to one camp, uh, rivals camp. That was the only camp I went to. When you go to a camp like that, and and you're a guy that you know you play at a at a big time high school, your program is uh, re- regularly one of the best in the state of Georgia. When you show up in a camp like that for the first time, is it just a matter of proving to yourself what you're capable of, or you go into that with any sort of doubt? Let me maybe not doubts. Okay, I know athletes uh, like yeah. yourself. You're not really like a guy that has a lot of doubts about your own talent. But yeah. like, what do you think when you walk into a place like that for the first time? Uh, honestly, I just I relied on my technique. I knew that I, I was more polished than most people. So I kind of relied on that. So I really didn't play with any doubt. I was just out there to make make a name for myself, in which I did. So. Where do you get that polish at, at your age? And that's one of the things that stands out on film with you is that your technique um, at corner is a little bit advanced, I guess, for most people your age. Where do you pick that up? I mean, is that just something natural or what? Uh, I get I get it from my trainer, Tim Jennings. He um, – he played in the Pro Bowl. He played in the NFL for a lot of years. He played in the. He was a Pro Bowler, and um, he played football at UGA. So I get it from him because he's a quick. He's a smaller guy, so he put all his quick twitches into me since I'm a larger corner. So that's who I really get it from. Early on in your recruiting life, in your two four seven profile, they had you listed as a safety. Mm. What is it that that you makes you feel like your game translates best to playing out on an island and being at corner? Uh, I because my athleticism and my um, physique that I'm a longer corner. I can get hands on. You know, I can take receivers out their game, and I can also play the jump ball very well because I'm really athletic. Uh, we cover Ohio State on Letterman Row, as you know, but uh, you know is. The Buckeyes are in a kind of a unique position because they were one of the first real major programs to offer you um, yes. and and sort of opened the door for you with a, uh, probably with a few other programs. But then Jeff Halfley left, the guy that you were closest with. Mm. So they kind of took a step back. Yeah. How has the relationship been with Kerry Combs since he took over for Jeff Halfley? 
how how hard was that for you knowing that hey this is the guy that kind of found me and now he's gone um are you still talking to coach Halfley? are you considering boston college i mean there's a lot of different ways around that i guess oh uh, well it was me and coach Halfley had a very strong relationship i mean i could i could talk ball with him anytime i wanted to uh because coons um we've developed that relationship really well. So it's kind of we're on the same page and we click very well in, in a matter of shorter time. So the first time we talked, we talked for maybe 45 minutes and we're just clicking it off. So it's, that was really cool. And I, he's a really good guy. So do you see him as sort of like Jeff halfway 20 years from now? Like the, the energy, the, the way they talk, the way that they're like, yeah, I, I see that. I, I can definitely see that. They're very, they're both very intelligent about the game. So I definitely. Is there worry for for a guy like you? Obviously, you knew where you stood with Jeff Halfley. You knew where you stood when he was the defensive coordinator and the cornerbacks recruiter, and then he leaves. Is there a moment where you're like, I don't know if Ohio State's even going to recruit me anymore, or was was there contact with Ryan Day with Mark Pantoni? Were they in the mix with you saying, Hey, listen. You're our guy, no matter who our cornerbacks and defensive backs coach is. But, I mean, there has to be a moment of uncertainty, right? Uh, well, not really, because me and Coach Day almost talk about almost every day. So, even when Coach Halfley left, we still remain that great relationship. And Coach Washington. So, almost the whole coaching staff texts me about every day. So, there wasn't any uncertainty about that. When you see that kind of response from an entire coaching staff, does that change the way that you feel like uh, that you measure up on that team's board or on that? I mean, I don't know if there's a board or not. But. Definitely. It makes me a priority. It makes me feel like I'm a priority to their program. And I really like that. You've been to Ohio state once that was in November. That visit, I know when you left, we talked, and you you'd left it feeling pretty good about things with Ohio State. Since then, though, as we said, your your star on the recruiting war in universe has sort of blown up. You've got Alabama offer now, Clemson offer now, Georgia offer now. You've spent time at all those schools. Unlike your teammate Barrett Carter, who's from Chicago originally, you're a you're a Southern boy, right? Like yes, sir, yes, sir, Georgia, Atlanta. Is that once? Is it hard to compare Ohio State to those schools because of the difference just in geography? Or do you see that, hey, these are the elite programs and this is what makes them elite? Uh, it's really – I mean, distance doesn't mean anything at all to me. I was talking to my sister the other day because she lived in Chicago for a couple of years. So, And I was like, how does it feel like living up north? Like is there that much a, di a difference? She was like, no, it's not. You adapt to it adapt to it very quickly so well i mean in some way there may be an i mean not that I, i'm trying to piece this all together in your recruitment but you have columbus ohio and and you being an atlanta kid if you look at clemson and georgia and uh alabama those are obviously areas that are not quite as um urban uh, as far as the setting goes in the city of columbus is that actually a plus for ohio state or are you a guy that kind of wants to get out of the city um, that's kind of a plus because I can build my brand way better at Ohio State. Just the city of Columbus, I think, is what twelve biggest city in the country or something like that. Right. Yeah. So I can build my brand there, and it's the airport's only what twelve minutes, fifteen minutes away from the campus. So that's a huge plus 
Yeah, so you're talking an hour and 15-minute flight to get home. Yes, so. yes, sir. Now, I mean, uh, we've we've talked to Barrett on this show. I mean, you guys, obviously, you're, you're going through this process together. What I find interesting is that you have, I don't, I don't know that it's been intentional, but you guys don't take a lot of visits at the same time to the same mm-hmm. places. Is that is that on purpose? Is that something that you guys are just like, hey, do you not like each other? I mean, what, what oh, doesn't no. it make sense? Doesn't it make sense? No. You guys would make these trips together. Nah, but me and uh, we we take a lot of trips together. So it's me and Barry are best friends. Like that's that's my that's we're family. Like we do everything with each other. But it's just visits. Sometimes we don't go at the same time. So it's it's weird. So like when when he goes and visits Ohio State a couple weeks after you do, are you gearing him up for that trip? Is he asking you a bunch of questions, or is it just? when you get back home, you talk about it and make sure that you're, you're both being told similar things or obviously yeah. you play different positions. So you don't have to worry about getting, you know, fed a line of crap from a coach or something, but mm-hmm. how, how does, how does that reaction uh, occur? What do you guys talk about? Is is it like a dream to play at the same spot in the next level? Mm-hmm. Or is it a, if it happens, it happens. Well, it's, it's, we talk about all the time. We, we kind of want to play together at the same college and, um, that's really it. We we really want to play together in college. I mean, because you know, you're you're not really a veteran of this recruiting game like uh, some of mm-hmm. us are who are old. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> people talk about package deals all the time, right? Like, okay, me and this guy are going to this spot, and we're, but it very rarely actually works out that way. Yeah. Um, you know, th- thinking back to a couple kids from Georgia a few years ago, Brenton Cox and Emory Jones. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they had always talked about wanting to play at the same school together. Um, they had both committed to Ohio State, and then they both ended up going to different schools, and now they're both at Florida. But, yeah, I mean, it, when you talk about that stuff, is it does it actually actively shape interest, or is it like your interest has to be totally independent um, regardless of, of that desire? Uh, I guess it's mutual. I think it's uh, whatever the best fit for us is, honestly. I mean, the best – the main priority is to play for me and Barry to play at the same college. But if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And some people just have better fits for them, honestly. So there's no hard feelings if we don't play at the same college. Now that you've, you've catapulted up to national rankings, you're a guy that everyone is going after. You're everyone is wanting to talk to you. You have to do annoying stuff like this interview with me. <laughs> like what ha- what happens now? I mean, the the recruiting dead period is over in two weeks. You're able to get back on the road and see schools again. You're able to start taking official visits. Like if if you could draw a roadmap of exactly how this goes for you the rest of the way, what where do you see it going? Well, I honestly think that um, after spring ball, probably May, I'll release my top schools. I mean, little, it's going to be shorter than top 10. So um, I'm going to release that. And then I plan on committing before August or or at, at August. So the goal, I guess, would be to, to put in all, the, all those official visits in May, June, and then hit the July dead period and, and then process it all? Yes, yes. I think uh, because I already have an official setup with uh, Ohio State June 12th, the weekend of June 12th. That seems like it's shaping up to be kind of a a big weekend for them. I've talked to a few yeah. a few different guys, uh, yeah. and that's the date that they're looking at. Uh, 
How about go ahead? Uh, yeah, me and me and the recruits talk uh, almost every day. We have a big group chat, and we all kind of plan that really. I mean, are you hearing it more from like Jack Sawyer? Are you hearing it from Kyle McCord? Who are the guys in their class that you've developed a good relationship with? I mean, almost everybody, especially uh, Ben. I've developed a really good relationship with Ben. I love Ben. It's almost like guys like you are on The Bachelor almost because you have like, I bet like you have all the recruits from Clemson and Georgia and Alabama and they're mm-hmm. all talking to you too, right? Like, yeah. Isn't it, doesn't it get annoying at some point? Uh, nah, it doesn't really get annoying, honestly. I mean, it's just, they're really nice people. And I love talking to them. So, have, has there been a moment or an instance yet where you like, were told something by a school and then one of their recruits or commits told you something else and it was totally different and you're like, oh, crap, or is everyone pretty, like, on the company line? Uh, It's been on the company line, you know. I haven't really heard any different takes from other people, so that's really good. As far as Ohio State, and I'll, we'll try to wrap this up here for you, Um, where does that current relationship I – mean, I don't want to say rank, but – Obviously, you needed to establish a new relationship with Kerry Combs, but with with Coach Day, with uh, Coach Washington, how does that measure up to hometown stuff like Georgia? I mean, where you can just pop over there anytime you want. How how do they? How can they actually compare or stack up to them? What do they need to do? Uh, I mean, they have everything that I need. Honestly, uh, Ohio State. I mean, that's DBU, a place where I can get can get developed place where I can compete and feel like home. So they really match up with every school that I'm looking at. Was that, honestly. was that surprising? I mean, again, I don't want to drag this on too much, but yeah, for a guy from Georgia who probably had never been to Ohio before visiting mm-hmm. in November, mm-hmm. were you expecting to feel that sort of comfort or was it like a, a eye opener? It was really an eye opener because before I really got into recruiting, I've always been, kind of a like southeast boy i always wanted to say close to home but i'm really it really turned changed my thinking of ohio state and like it's a priority to me so well look man jordan i appreciate you taking some time like i said i know you're very busy and uh your phone is going to continue to blow up as your recruiting rankings continue to blow up but uh, it's been great talking to you. Please, uh, um, you know, enjoy the rest of your your dead period here, and we'll talk to you again soon, man. Thanks, thanks yes, so much. Sir. All right, thank you. Have a good one. All right, you too. For Letterman Row, this has been Jeremy Birmingham. That's been Jordan Hancock. We will talk to you folks next time. Thanks so much for watching.